gold medal, but a new world record. Welcome to Sharing the Victory from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. We are less than a month away from the Summer Olympics in China. And for the next several weeks, we will be featuring past and present Olympic athletes. Today, host Ron Brown will interview a five-time Olympic medalist in swimming, Josh Davis. The thing that keeps me going in the Christian life is not how much I love God, but how much He loves me. And I can never escape His love, and the same is true for everybody else. And Olympic wrestling coach Kevin Jackson. It was in God's hands for the Olympic Games to be uh, mm-hmm. in Beijing, China. And we'll just um, do what we can do to be looked on in a way that Christ can show through us. We'll also hear from FCA One Way to Play spokesman Steve Fitzhugh. If we can encourage our young people, statistics tell us if they don't smoke and do drugs before they turn 21, chances are there'll never be an issue in their lives. Here's University of Nebraska assistant football coach Ron Brown ready to get today's program underway. In 1996, Josh Davis, great United States Olympic swimmer, made history by becoming the only man in any sport from any nation at the Atlanta Olympic Games to win three gold medals. Josh, welcome to Sharing the Victory. Uh, What a storied career you've had, not only in 1996 Olympic Games, but also in the Olympics in Sydney in 2000. You were captain of the USA men's swim team. Thanks for joining us here on Sharing the Victory. It is great to be on your radio show, and uh, it's very exciting for me. Sharing the victory has been a big part of my life over the years. You know, I I almost have to criticize myself here. I I, I gave you all these compliments about things that you've done, you know, that the world would recognize. But, uh, you know, what we're most excited about in all of that is your your deep intimacy, your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, Josh, I mean, you and I were talking uh, before about how you came to Christ. Why don't you describe what happened uh, when you first heard the greatest news that you could ever hear and respond to it? Well, growing up, going to church every Sunday, I thought I was a pretty spiritual guy. I was kind of familiar with, with church things and the, the people, uh, you know, that you read about in the Bible. But but, uh, you know, it really, I really didn't own my, my parents' faith. I really didn't have a, a deep understanding of what God was like and what he would have for me. And in 1991, as a freshman at the University of Texas, for the first time in my life, I walked into an FCA meeting, and I heard the gospel for the very first time. Hmm. And it, became, it came open to me of what the Bible really says, of what Jesus really came to accomplish in the world and in each one of our hearts. And it, it was kind of neat to, to get involved in the Bible study and realize the Bible was real, it was applicable, it was relevant, mm. and it was alive. And it started to change my heart. And I realized that Jesus is exactly who he says he is. Not a liar, not a lunatic, not a legend, but Lord of the universe. <laughs> and I had never made Jesus Lord of my life, and I did that that year, my freshman year, 1991. And you see, I was a, here I was a disciplined young man, making straight A's and getting a scholarship and training hard. But yeah, I, I came to a point in my life after trying to be the life of the party through drinking, after trying to fulfill my soul with dysfunctional relationships, I realized that I wasn't getting anywhere. And I realized that um, I needed to make Jesus Lord of my life. And so that was, a, that was a real turning point where I had this thought. Now, it's so simple. I think it flies over most people's heads, but it's this, that God created me. He knows how I best operate. So surely I can trust God with every area of my life. I came face-to-face with who he really was and that I needed to follow him, and he could make something beautiful out of my life. 
We're talking to Josh Davis, outstanding Olympic champion swimmer from yesteryear, now presently an announcer for swimming events uh, such as the Olympic trials uh, for ESPN 360, for NBC and their website. Uh, Josh, you came to Christ as your Savior, but the scriptures also say that you came to him as Lord. In coming to him and following him as Lord of every area of your life, what are some of the things that God has impassioned you with as you examine the, the process of transformation in your own life and, and how you see yourself ministering to others through those specific things that God nails you with? I think it boils down to this. When, when, you, make, when you make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, yes, I, I'm, I'm so glad that he saved me from hell, and that's very, very cool. I will never get over that. Also, I'm, he's my Lord. Right. You know, I'm, I mean, I've, met the, I've met three presidents. I've been to the White House three times. I caught up with Forrest Gump. And uh, <laughs> you know, it is so cool when you go to meet one of the most powerful men in the world. Hmm. You get there early. You go through the security check. You put your Sunday best on. You're at full attention as you reach out your hand. And then the president of the United States walks over, and you're at full attention so that you respond in just the right way to meet the president of the United States. Hmm. Well, how much more? Should we have a posture of humility, a stance of attentiveness, a willingness to respond in just the right way to the Lord of the universe? Hmm. And I never, I never want to lose sight that, that of who God is and what he's about. But it's not so much that he's, he's, he's my Lord, it, it, but he loves me so much. And I think that's the thing that really strengthens all of us in our Christian journey, is how much God loves us. See, I really don't love God as much as I should. I'm going to be honest with everybody out there. I'm not that good. I don't love God as much as I should. But the thing that keeps me going in the Christian life is not how much I love God, but how much He loves Amen. me. Hmm. And I can never escape His love, and the same is true for everybody else. Hmm. Well, you know, Josh, uh, you're not only an outstanding swimming product that God definitively designed for that sport and for his glory. But uh, he has also given you a passion for writing. And, uh, you know, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes is producing a book series around FCA's core values, the four of them, integrity, service, teamwork, and excellence. You are our major contributor. And uh, if, I, if I said, okay, Josh, give us one sentence about what it means to have biblical integrity, what would you say? I'd say it's, it's integrity of, of the body, integrity of the soul, uh, a holiness in your body and a holiness of your soul. And, you know, we're, we're admonished in Scripture that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. You know, we should kind of be aware of what we're eating, what we're drinking, how we're sleeping, how we're taking care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that, you know, we are strong, we are equipped to do what God has called us to do. And then there's another aspect of that where we really need to guard our hearts and protect our souls. We need to treat people right. We need to live life with purity, sexual purity, uh, in our minds and in our hearts, so that, that we, have, we have a holiness about us and a, and, a, and a wholeness in our soul that we are equipped and strengthened to serve as God would call us to serve. Hmm. Well, we've been talking to Josh Davis, the outstanding former swimmer, U.S. Olympian from 1996 and 2000, 
won five medals, was in, in, as I mentioned, in the two Olympiads. Uh, Josh, thanks for being on Sharing the Victory. We love your heart for Jesus. We love what you've written. Uh, we're going to give folks an opportunity to uh, pick up the FCA core values, which you are a great contributor to. And thanks for being on Sharing the Victory today and reminding us that in our following of Jesus Christ as Savior, we are also to follow him as Lord of every area of our life. Thanks, Chris Brown. God bless you guys, and enjoy the Olympic Games this summer. All right. That was Josh Davis, great former U.S. Olympian in swimming with us on Sharing the Victory. FCA has four core values, integrity, serving, teamwork, and excellence. We're producing four books focusing on each core value with insights from top Christian athletes and coaches. The first two books, Integrity and Serving, are available right now. In fact, Josh Davis, whom we just heard from, is featured in the Integrity book. These will be a great resource for you or the athlete or coach in your life. These books are available right now to purchase at fca.org. That's fca.org. We've got another Olympic interview later in the program, but I hope you are buckled in for our next guest. And you got to be with this guy. He's FCA's one-way-to-play spokesman, Steve Fitzhugh. And I mean an intense Steve Fitzhugh is going to give it to us straight right now. Keep it right here on FCA's national radio show, Sharing the Victory. Last time on Sharing the Victory, Carl Erskine reflected back on the career of his former teammate, Jackie Robinson, who broke the color barrier in baseball. But Jackie started something before anybody else started it. Even Martin Luther King came along a decade later and benefited from Jackie stepping out on the field, proving he belonged, and handling himself in dignity. And people said, why would we reject this man? He belongs there. He's a major leaguer in every sense of the word. Don't miss Sharing the Victory. Sharing the Victory is more than just a radio program or magazine. Sharing the Victory is available 24 hours a day at SharingTheVictory.com. At SharingTheVictory.com, you can click on radio and listen to the program online or subscribe to the podcast. There's also articles, testimonies from athletes and coaches, and a place for you to submit story ideas. You can also download Sharing the Victory wallpaper for your computer. Check us out online at SharingTheVictory.com. That's SharingTheVictory.com. Hi, Ron Brown, welcoming you back to Sharing the Victory. It's time for FCA Across America, and it's Steve Fitzhugh in the house. He's a former NFL safety man, but he's also FCA's national spokesperson for the One Way to Play drug-free program. Steve's an outstanding communicator. He can be funny, but I'm telling you, he's also serious, and he can deliver the word of truth, and I mean he can bring it hard and tough. Steve spoke at the 2007 FCA Lacrosse fundraising banquet. He talked about encouraging young athletes to play drug-free in Christ. If we can encourage them through these few short years to be true to their purpose, to be true to God's call in their life. If we can encourage our young people, statistics tell us if they don't smoke and do drugs before they turn 21, chances are there'll never be an issue in their lives. If we can get them to, to stay away from alcohol before they turn 21, chances are there'll never be an issue in their lives. If we can encourage them to make the right decisions now. As a matter of fact, everybody say now. Say now. Now. And now, spell backwards, spells what? Got kind of quiet, didn't it? It's only three letters. If we can if we can encourage them now, they've already what? 
One, because when they get to college, someone is going to put that brew in their face and they have to decide now, not then. They're playing with the Denver Broncos. We had this little thing at training camp. They would hit the glass. Whenever the veterans hit the glass at training camp at lunchtime, that meant everything got quiet and they would call a rookie's name. And if they call your name, you must stand on your chair and sing. I remember, oh, wait. Hey, yo, Fitz, Steve, let's hear it. I stood up and said something. Have you ever stopped to wonder what this life is all about? Why you're here and where you're going when your lease on time runs out? Maybe you've been far too busy trying hard to reach your goal. Would you let me ask you kindly, have you thought about your soul? <laughs> I had to make sure my colors were clear so people were saying, Hey, Fitz, you a Christian, man? Yeah, I'm a Christian. Hey, Steve, you Yeah, I'm a Christian. You All of the closet Christians came out. <laughs> Let your colors be clear. Let the truth so resonate in you that people know. And I love how FCA puts it. They have something called the Competitor's Creed. When I first read it, I said, that's who I am. I am a Christian first and last. I am created in the likeness of God Almighty to give him glory. I am a member of Team Jesus Christ, and I wear the colors of the cross. I am a competitor now and forever. I am made to strive, to strain, to stretch, and to succeed in the arena of competition. I am a Christian competitor, and as such, I face my challenger with the face of Christ. I do not trust in myself. I do not boast in my abilities or believe in my own strength. I rely solely on the power of God. I compete for the pleasure of my Heavenly Father, for the honor of Christ, and for the reputation of the Holy Spirit. And my attitude on and off the field is above reproach. My conduct beyond criticism, whether I am preparing, practicing, or playing, I submit to God's authority and to all those he puts over me. I respect my coaches, officials, teammates, and competitors out of my respect for the Lord. And my body, my body is the temple of the Lord Jesus Christ. I protect it from within and without. Nothing enters my body that does not honor the living God. My sweat is an offering to my master. My soreness a sacrifice to my Savior. I give my all, all of the time. I do not give up. I do not give out. I do not give in. I am the Lord's warrior a competitor by conviction and a disciple of determination and I am confident beyond reason because my confidence lies in Christ and the results of my efforts must result in his glory so let the competition begin and let the glory, let the glory, let the glory be God's You see what I'm talking about? God wells up power in the life of Steve Fitzhugh He brings it that was Steve Fitzhugh at the 2007 FCA Lacrosse Banquet. Steve was reciting FCA's Competitor's Creed. If that's your heart's desire, then you're ready to join Team FCA and sign the Competitor's Creed. Just go to FCA.org. Again, check it out at FCA.org. Coming up next, back to the Olympics with the United States wrestling coach, Kevin Jackson. This is Sharing the Victory from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Kansas City Royals pitcher Brian Bannister. One of the great things about FCA for me in high school was just the fact that we got God on campus. Just the ability to uh, not only associate it with sports, but just to uh, get people into the classroom and, and to share God's word. We started it on campus uh, my sophomore year, and by our senior year it had grown exponentially. It was one of the few opportunities we got on a regular basis to share God's word with our student body. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes at FCA.org. Serving. Integrity. Teamwork. Excellence. These are the core values of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. 
Get an in-depth look at each value from select contributors such as Tony Dungy, John Wooden, Laura Wilkinson, John Kidna, Betsy King, and Les Steckel. The first two books, Serving and Integrity, are available now at FCA.org. This book series will be an excellent resource for high school, college, and professional athletes and fans at all levels. The Core Values book series available at FCA.org. Welcome back to Sharing the Victory. I'm Ron Brown. We're doing our special Olympic emphasis, and it's my honor to welcome one of the greatest wrestlers in the history of the U.S., Kevin Jackson. Kevin is now the national freestyle coach for the United States wrestling team and is getting ready to take our boys to Beijing, China, to battle for Olympic gold. Kevin, welcome to Sharing the Victory. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, you know, Kevin, you have been a name that's been very recognizable in the sport of wrestling. You've competed on five U.S. World or Olympic teams, and now you get the honor of coaching the Olympic team in Beijing. That's got to be a special honor for you. Well, well, it really is, and um, just having the opportunity to try to um, share my knowledge and information uh, with athletes that are trying to accomplish the same goals that, that I had when I was an athlete and also to, to be able to share my faith with a lot of these young men and, and try to um, mold them to the men that God wants them to be. And so to be able to have an opportunity to um, uh, not only share my knowledge of wrestling, but also try to influence some young athletes to, um, to live the right way is, is definitely a, a, an honor and a blessing. Let me ask you, Coach, you make an interesting statement there. You said you want to share your faith with your athletes. Tell us, how do you do that? It's my responsibility as a Christian to share my faith with as many uh, people as possible. Often we talk about the right way to live, and also we talk to the athletes about uh, once they understand what their true calling is, then things uh, that they want to achieve are within their reach. But until they understand what their true calling is, it's going to be hard to obtain and reach those special things that they're trying to reach uh, within this world and in life. Every time before a competition, uh, we pray amongst our athletes, amongst the team. Hmm. And we, uh, one of the things we ask for is for um, the people that are viewing us competing can see God shine through us in that competition. And so definitely we continue to communicate our faith, my faith. My, I have a coach, Terry Brands, who is also a strong Christian who continues to try to give our athletes information that's going to not only allow them to have success athletically, but our stronger mission, uh, our stronger calling is to give these athletes and individuals the information that's going to allow them to live forever. I can, I can hear now a number of Christian coaches out there saying, hey, not everybody on his wrestling team is a Christian. So how is it that you get and, them and to understand correct. that? I mean, there's not a doubt about that. I mean, I have a athlete, and I'm not going to mention any names, but he says that he doesn't believe in God. But I think um, me sharing that is what my responsibility is. That, that's what my calling is. That's what God is asking us to do. And I think no matter if they believe in God or not, they see something different hmm. um, in individuals that are trying to do the right things, that are trying to do what God is asking them to do. And so the athletes feel that, they trust that, and they believe that, whether they believe in God or not. It's not a sign of weakness to share information that you believe is correct with people. It's not a negative. It's a positive. It's a sign of strength. Amen. 
I think they see that. Amen. And, and you know, Coach, this whole thing pales in comparison when you really look at the world situation. You guys are getting ready to go over to China. And right now in the nation of China, there's mass persecution in many respects to Christians who are open about their faith. And here you are taking uh, your Christian uh, assistant coach and a, and a bunch of kids who are hearing the gospel from you over to China to represent the Lord Jesus Christ in a land that basically doesn't want to hear about Jesus Christ. Have have you thought much about the worldwide implications as to maybe what God is sovereignly doing by bringing Christians like you over to China for such a time as this in the Olympic Games? Well, I think for me it, it happens quite a bit. I mean, we visit quite a few countries mm-hmm. in um, in my job, taking teams to world championship, also on, on tours around the world. I mean, we end up going to Iran, we end up going to, to Turkey, we end mm-hmm. up going to quite a few countries that Christianity is not a uh, does not have a stronghold on the country. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe that we're called to do those things. We're called to be put in that situation at that time so others can see us and view us and understand who we are and what we are. And I think it's what God has called me to do. It's what God's called my team to do. It's, it's the positions that he continues to, to put us in because it's in his hands. I mean, it was in God's hands for the Olympic Games to be uh, mm-hmm. in Beijing, China. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, that's part of his overall plan. And so for us to be there at that time is all a part of his plan. And so I understand that. And, and we'll just um, do what we can do to help get that information out there and, and to try to perform and, and to be looked on in a way that Christ can show through us. And that's that's what we're, we're challenged to do. You know, we're talking to Coach Kevin Jackson, the Olympic uh, coach for the wrestling team. And what you're hearing, folks, is a non-negotiable faith that gives us authority and freedom to share the Lord Jesus Christ anywhere, anyplace, anytime. And we do it through the vehicle of sports. And, and Coach, uh, I would have to say that the wrestling uh, experience in your life has been your platform, your training ground to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ, to show the whole world who Christ is. Has it not been? It, it has been. And if it wasn't for God, if it wasn't for Christ, if it wasn't for people praying for me, there is no way that I would be in the position I'm in. There was no way I would have accomplished the things that I've accomplished in the sport of wrestling. Um, there is no way I'd be the father and the, the husband that I'm striving to be. And, and, and I know that through Christ, it's made my life that much better. Is it perfect? No. Do I not worry? Do I not struggle? Do I not have concerns? Without a doubt, I, I do. But I understand that uh, without God, without Christ in my life, things would be much different and they would not be correct. So definitely who I am, what I am, what I've accomplished is all uh, the results of God in, in Jesus Christ. Well, I thank you, Coach Kevin Jackson, for giving the glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, And may he give you not only a freestyle wrestling success, but a freestyle ministry success for the Lord Jesus Christ in Beijing this summer. God bless you. Thank Thank you. Thanks for being on our show. I can't wait for our next segment with FCA President Les Steckel, because he's about to talk about patience, something that I need And probably a lot of you do as well. This is FCA's national radio show, Sharing the Victory. You have talent. You have ability. As an athlete or coach, you are expected to deliver results. But for a Christian competitor, it isn't just about winning. It's about reaching for a higher level. So let the competition begin. And let the glory, let the glory, let the glory be God's. Want your love for sports to represent your love for Christ? Become a part of Team FCA and sign the Competitor's Creed. 
visit fca.org. That's fca.org. The Olympic countdown continues next weekend on Sharing the Victory. Hi, this is Tracy Stahls, former Nebraska volleyball player and currently training for Beijing. Join me on Sharing the Victory. We'll also hear from former Olympic high jumper Hollis Conway. Plus, FCA Health and Fitness Director Jimmy Page gives a word of warning about overtraining. Make sure you join us next weekend for Sharing the Victory. Hope you're having a great day. Glad you could join us today. It's time for Coach's Corner with former NFL coach Les Steckle. In baseball, once a man is on base, one of his responsibilities, depending on the situation, is to pay attention to his coaches and watch for the sign to steal a base. The coaches know the situation, including the speed of the base runner, the arm of the catcher, the position of the infielders, and can make a clear judgment as to whether or not their man can safely reach the next base. Based on that educated assessment, they tell their player whether to run or not. Sometimes that base runner will ignore his coaches and decide on his own to run to the next base. Sometimes it works, but often it doesn't, and he makes a costly out. Why did he disregard the coach's signal? Probably because he got impatient and thought he could make a better decision on his own. But from where he stood on the diamond, he probably couldn't see the whole picture before him. Such perspectives are not confined to the ball field. Many times people run ahead of God thinking perhaps he isn't paying enough attention to our situation or understanding our real dilemmas. Maybe it's the basketball player who thinks he has to jump to the NBA right after his first season in college. He's convinced he needs to secure his fame and his millions of dollars before he gets hurt in college. But his lack of experience and talent only ends him up on the practice squad of a lower-level European league. Or maybe it's the lonely, single woman who determines at age 35 that she can't wait on God, who doesn't seem to be answering her prayers for a godly husband. She settles instead on a non-Christian man simply because he's good enough, yet soon realizes she missed God's plan for her life. The Bible makes it clear that choosing our own plans over God should never even be an option. One of my favorite passages on planning is found in Proverbs, chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own understanding. Think about Him in all your ways, and He will guide you on the right paths. Our own understanding will often lead us astray because we do not see what God sees. Just as the base runner might not know the second baseman and the catcher are anticipating his steal, we might not know the impending consequences of our own impatience. But God, who knows all things, past, present, and future does. And we must sacrifice our pride, our selfish plans, and remind ourselves we will never see the whole picture as the Almighty God who created this galaxy does. Do you feel like God is testing your patience today? Do you need to remind yourself of His goodness and faithfulness before you make a poor decision and get caught stealing? If so, spend some time today reading His Word. You'll find that no matter what your mind says, it's always better to wait for God's go-ahead sign. No, his plan for you is perfect. I've often said the only exercise some people get is jumping to conclusions. It's my prayer you exercise wisdom and wait on the Lord. You know what? I had a lot of fun. Love the Olympic hype right now. 
But there's more Olympic coverage even next week. Remember, there are two ways of doing sports, God's way or man's way. You got to choose one. Which will you choose? Have a great week from all of us here at Sharing the Victory. If you have any questions or comments about Sharing the Victory, we would love to hear from you. When you log on to sharingthevictory.com slash radio, you'll find a place to make a comment, ask a question, or nominate a player or athlete from your area for one of our features. While you're at our site, you can listen to previous programs online or subscribe to receive the free weekly podcast. Again, the website is sharingthevictory.com slash radio. Thanks for your prayers and support of this ministry. And make sure you're with us next week at the same time for Sharing the Victory. Sharing the Victory is a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, the heart and soul in sports.